Welcome, dear listeners, to A Mindful Bliss Journey, the podcast where we embark on a transformative exploration of mindfulness and bliss. I'm your host, Kaylin Frechette, inviting you to join me on this enlightening voyage toward a more serene and mindful experience. In each episode, we'll delve into practical insights, personal experiences, and actionable tips to infuse your life with more moments of pure bliss. Whether you're a seasoned mindfulness practitioner or you're just starting your journey, this podcast is your sanctuary for cultivating a life filled with presence, purpose, and extraordinary joy. So sit back, breathe deeply, and let's embark together on a mindful bliss journey. Welcome, welcome to another episode. So this week, especially coming up on the holidays, I find it very important to really dive into the importance of self-care. Now, I know so many of us forget to do self-care, especially around the holidays. We're busy taking care of everyone around us, especially us moms or us people pleasers. We often feel guilty about taking time for ourselves. Well, it's about time that we change that narrative, we change that perspective, we change that story that we're telling ourselves because feeling guilty is only standing in our own way. I know personally, I feel frustrated at people who are more than okay with spending time to themselves and not feeling guilty at all. And it's about time that I myself changed that narrative as well. So I changed, I started working on this narrative change a couple of years ago. And honestly, it has just transformed my life. In the midst of life's crazy transitions, taking care of your well-being becomes paramount. Self-care during transitions is a critical topic that explores the significance of nurturing yourself as you navigate the ebb and flow of change. So here's a deeper dive into this important aspect. Change, understanding the impact of change on well-being. Change, whether anticipated or unexpected, can invoke a range of emotions and stressors. Understanding the impact of, on your mental health, your emotional health, and your physical well-being is the first step in creating an effective self-care plan. The second step is tailoring self-care practices to your needs. Self-care is not a one-size-fits-all concept. It involves identifying what activities and practices resonate with you personally, not comparing yourselves to what other people are doing or if other people are spending money. Like someone's self-care might be going to the spa once a month. Cool. Not everyone can afford that. Self-care can be something free. It can be something as simple as taking a walk in the evening. I know my husband, I used to feel so guilty asking for just a few minutes a day just to go for a walk by myself. And when I finally like got up the nerve to just speak up and just ask for it, he was like, of course, of course you can do that. Like you don't like this is fine. And it's all about the ebb and flow. It's all about the giving and the receiving when it comes to self-care. Like, especially when you're a mom or you're trying to balance, you know, your life and your career, whatever, you know, gender you identify as, 
It's really hard. You can't do all of the things, but what I do advise is getting clear, getting quiet, and writing down what makes me truly happy. I know you've heard this on a couple of these podcasts before because I really truly believe it. Identifying with your bliss list with what makes you happy is the first step to be able to make time for the things that do make you happy. Now, self-care is can come in all sorts of different sizes and formats. Self-care is on your bliss list. You know, get quiet. Ask yourself, like, what truly makes me happy? We actually should do a little guided meditation in this. That's what we're going to do. And it's like, okay, well, what are the small things that make me happy? Having a cup of coffee in the morning makes me happy. Or finding, even if I just read, like, two pages in my book by myself without somebody interrupting me or saying mom or needing me, that makes me happy. Those little moments are self-care. The little moments that you're pausing what you're doing in order to mindfully and intentionally do something for you that makes you happy That is self-care. And those moments of rest, those moments of pausing are so important. Maybe your self-care is going for a run or going for a hike or going for a walk or taking a bath. Maybe your self-care is going to the gym. Whatever it is, the step is to identify what your self-care needs are. What do you need in order to find happiness and balance and all of those things? It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be some crazy thing that costs a ton of money. It can be something simple. Getting clear about those things. During times of transition, tailoring self-care to your specific needs becomes even more essential. Whether it's meditation, exercising, journaling, or simple, simply taking a moment for deep breaths. Find what restores and rejuvenates you. The next step is creating a routine amidst uncertainty. Transitions often bring a sense of unpredictability, especially around the holidays. We're out of our daily routine. We're mixing things up. There's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of magic in the air, and all of these things can make you a little shaky in your routine and your self-care and your priorities. So establishing a self-care routine can provide a comforting anchor in the midst of uncertainty. It doesn't have to be elaborate. Even small, consistent actions can contribute to a sense of stability. And I'm going to expand on that a little bit even more of even if you're busy and you only have a couple minutes, finding those couple minutes in order to do it, that's how you maintain habits. That's how you maintain routines and stability is maybe going through the holiday season, you don't have time to go for your weekly hike or whatever the case may be because you have other things going on. That's okay, but find time to still do a moment of self-care every single day, a moment where you just pause to fill your own bucket, not requiring anyone else to do it. That's how you maintain it, and that's how you're able to bounce back after the holidays is when you bring awareness to that. The next step is prioritizing rest and sleep. During these times of change or holidays and everything going on, stress levels may be elevated and affect your sleep patterns. Prioritize your sleep. 
Prioritizing sufficient rest and quality sleep is a fundamental aspect of self-care. It enhances your resilience, your cognitive function, and overall well-being. Super, super important. Um, what I really like to do is I love falling asleep, asleep to a yoga nidra. You can find plenty of free ones on Insight Timer, on YouTube. Um, you can go to my personal Insight Timer. I have tons of meditations to fall asleep to. Those are really great ones if you're finding yourself really hard to come down and fall asleep because your monkey brain is going crazy, put on a meditation and fall asleep to it. I guarantee you, you won't be able to wander in your mind. You'll be focused and you'll fall asleep. So the next step here is to seek support. Self-care extends beyond individual practices. It also involves reaching out for support when needed. Whether it's from friends or family or professionals, having a support system in place can be a valuable aspect of your self-care strategy. Prioritize it. Talk about it. When we don't talk about it, I know many people who don't talk about it. I'm one of them. Um, I've had to really mindfully get better about reaching out and talking about things that bother me, talking about my feelings and my emotions. Oftentimes, I didn't do it for so long because I felt inconvenient. I didn't want to inconvenience someone with my feelings and emotions. But by doing so, by speaking them out loud, you remove the power from it. But you also allow yourself to process it and move past it and let go of it by doing so. So take time to do that. Uh, being aware and reflecting, mindfulness practices can aid in staying present and cultivating awareness. Taking steps for reflection allows us to acknowledge our emotions, understand our needs, and make intentional choices to align with your well-being. So all of these things are extremely important when you're prioritizing your self-care. You get balance, you balance alone time and social connection, you balance all of the hats that you're wearing, the um, responsibilities that you carry, sitting down, finding a quiet spot, and finding a balance with all of it also try different things try like if you aren't sure what you need for self-care do that as your self-care date yourself find out what you like what you need what fills your tank what puts a smile on your face those are the things that you want to expand on and spend more time doing and you might not know what those are until you start getting curious about yourself and start expanding and exploring other options um, and you also want to take time to celebrate your self-growth, your personal growth. You want to embrace your self-care as a tool for personal growth. Each act of self-care is a step towards not only maintaining, but also elevating your well-being. So celebrate the resilience you demonstrate as you navigate these transitions. Self-care is so important. It's about recognizing your needs, honoring your emotions, and intentionally, intentionally cultivating practices that nourish your mind, your body, and your soul. It's an investment in your overall well-being as you navigate the ever-changing landscapes of life. So self-care, it can be a luxury. It can be a treat. It might be something as simple as buying yourself a bouquet of flowers that week or taking yourself on a date to get a coffee from a local coffee shop. All of these things, it can be that simple, it can be that small. Your physical health will be impacted, will be improved 
in a positive way by adding this into your routine. And sometimes we just need the reminder. Sometimes like you might be like, well, Kaylin, like I'm a pro at self-care. Okay. How is your practice right now though? Sometimes just having that reminder of like, oh, right. I should go home. I should do a face mask. You know what? I'm going to put, I'm going to tell my husband, I, or my wife, whatever it might be. Hey, I need some space tonight for myself. That's cool acknowledging that and speaking the truth because it's all about the story that you're telling yourself. If you tell yourself like, well, Kaylin, I don't have time for self-care. I think that's total bullshit. (laughs) Everyone has time. It's all about sitting down and prioritizing how you're spending it and what you're doing with it. That's where you come into those moments. So don't use that excuse because then you'll never start and you'll constantly be on that journey. Um, Your mental and emotional well-being How could you possibly spend time recognizing your own emotional management and your own emotional well-being if you are not listening to yourself and getting intuitive, curious about yourself? So it will also improve your relationships because when you're showing up for yourself, it allows you to show up as the best version of yourself in your relationship with yourself and with other people. Believe it or not, when you take care of your own needs, you have more to give to others without feeling depleted or resentful or burnt out. It's a huge self-esteem boost. It's resilience when you go to face challenges and changes because you're, you're valuing yourself you're pausing with yourself being like, oh my gosh, like by building your own tank and being confident within yourself and loving yourself and all these things, you're able to show up so strong. People who have a strong self-care routine, they show up differently. They carry themselves differently. They walk differently. You can tell. So take time to do it. So we're going to do a little meditation. Um, Only do this if you're in a safe place. Um, I don't want you to do it if you're driving, any of those things. But we're going to find a comfortable position if you can. Being seated on the floor in a chair. And we're going to gently close our eyes, taking a nice deep inhale in through the nose. And open the mouth, slowly exhale your breath, feeling the tension fall out of your shoulders, feeling your eyebrows unfurl. A deep breath in, straightening your spine, sitting a little taller, feeling a little more confident. And open the mouth, exhale, feeling your body soften, arriving in this moment a little bit more. Continuing with these deep breaths in and out through the nose. Now I want you to start to ask yourself mentally, what are a couple of small things that make me happy? What are a couple of small things that truly puts a smile on my face? What makes me happy? There's no judgment here. We're purely just observing. Now, mentally putting that behind you, I want you to ask yourself, what are a couple big things that make me happy? Like going rock climbing or going on a hike, traveling. What are a couple big things that you could add in once a week or once a month? 
maybe traveling might be a little bit far of a stretch and maybe that's more of like a quarterly thing that makes you happy or a yearly thing that makes you happy. I want you to focus on the small things that make you happy every single day, the bigger things that you do that make you happier on a weekly level or a monthly level. Now I want you to visualize what makes me happy that I can do. What's a big thing that makes me happy that I could do maybe once or twice a year? Something that fills my own love tank. Something that allows me to refresh. To carry myself a little bit taller. Now, letting all of that go, taking a deep breath in through the nose and out through the nose. I want you to start to think about what are a few aligned actions that I can take today to start adding in some of those small things into my everyday life. What is a routine that I can start to build around this happiness list, this bliss list, that I can add into my daily routine to make me just a little bit happier? Moments of pure self-care for me. Now, how can you start to add some of the weekly items to your life? What is one or two things that you can do every single week for yourself, for your own self-care. Where does that fit in into your life? How can you take aligned action to make sure you get these things in? Now lastly, how can you add in something big once or twice a year that can fill up your tank so much that it helps recover from burnout? Breathing in and out through the nose. Now a nice big deep breath in through the nose, letting everything go and open the mouth, sigh it out. Now, <clears throat> opening the eyes and taking time if you have the time to sit and journal about anything that came up and maybe spending time today to write down your little things your weekly things, monthly and yearly things. And start to kind of really think about intentionally, how can I add these things in? Spend time getting clear about how you can fit in realistic, that's the key, realistic things to improve your self-care. Now, 
Thank you so much for joining me on this passionate topic of mine about talking about self-care, recovering from burnout, and how not to feel guilty about taking time for yourself and that self-care. It's so important, and I know as mothers, our parents, men, my my husband feels the same way about trying to add in self-care. It's so important to remove the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment, whatever society tells us that we we can't take time for ourselves, that is not true. And it also doesn't have to be this big, elaborate, expensive thing. Find realistic ways to add self-care into your everyday life. So, as we wrap up another episode of A Mindful Blush Journey, I invite you to carry the essence of mindfulness into the tapestry of your daily life. Stay present, Stay mindful and turn the ordinary into extraordinary. Thank you for joining me at this episode and don't forget to visit my website at amindfulbliss.com and if you love and feel connected to this podcast episode, please give me a rating, share it with your friends or someone that might need to hear this. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and until next time, stay well and continue to transform the ordinary into moments of extraordinary mindfulness.